And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another edition of The Barbecue Show starring Stunt and Jake. Ooh, I like, that's new. I like the starring part. I think that really adds a, a dynamic to yeah. it. Yeah, probably more impactful if it wasn't us saying it about ourselves. But well, we're just, I'm just stating facts. Starring Stunt and Jake. There you go. Yeah, that, that is that. Uh, but the biggest star of the show, other than the meat, of course, is you, the listener, and we appreciate you uh, tuning in each and every week on fine radio stations wherever you're located. Had it happen again twice. I'm not exaggerating. Twice last week, I was at random places, and random people came up to me and said, "Hey." Love that barbecue show. Love to hear that. So I'd love to hear that. Always feel free to stop and uh, hassle us at any time you see us out and about, and we'd love to talk barbecue. Our wives especially love it. <laughs> like, they know they don't have to worry about us for the next 30 or 45 minutes. That's true. We're going uh, to be busy. But uh, big show today. What is this? Uh, this is our, officially our fourth show of the year? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, Third? Fourth. Some, we still haven't replaced the calendar. We should probably put a calendar up. Yeah, we probably should. Um, today we're going to talk about something that we really have not third. gotten into. My bad. Huh? It's the third show. But yeah, well, yeah. math. It's the first for everybody today. Yes. So we're getting into it. Uh, but anyway, we haven't talked about this a lot, Stunt, and I'm excited to talk about jerky. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, yes. Not the jerky boys that <laughs> no. uh, used to be popular back in the 90s or something. Not but, uh, us just being jerks to others. True, true. No. This- we're actually pretty nice fellas. But we're going to talk, because there's a lot of different ways you can do jerky. Obviously, we're going to we're gonna lean on smoking your jerky, mm-hmm. which is different than a, an old-fashioned dehydration. But we'll get into that a little bit in the uh, second half of the program. Uh, how was your weekend? Did you do anything exciting? Uh, well, I made jerky for today's show, so <laughs> okay. we can taste that- test and talk about that a little bit later on. Right. Uh, but also... Uh, um, I guess that was it. That's all we had in the grill. We had some. Yeah. We did crock potting last weekend again. Right, so right. Uh, there was plenty of that on there, um, from chicken to buffalo chicken, mm. and uh, so like one was like a salsa chicken, and the other was just buffalo chicken dip. So uh, funny because we had uh, at my house the crock pot and the instapot were heavily used last week. Yeah, uh, with venison and beef, and there was a chicken too. The chicken and some rice thing. <laughs> it was delicious, babe. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was good. It's been one of those uh, from the weekend uh, up until really up until today. It's been one of those like just run, 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 yeah, run, run kind of things. Like that. Last week on the show, if you uh, if you missed it, we talked a little bit about how you get to this time of the year and it feels like you can finally take a breath because you just came through the blast of the holidays. And uh, I, I I feel like I haven't had a chance to breathe in the last week and a half. I would agree with that. It's been pretty crazy. You know, a lot of that is self inflicted fun too. I mean, we had a couple of holiday themed uh, events and parties. That's true. That uh, we had to do. We had the big, last year, I think we talked about the big fancy uh, wild game feed that I went to. That's right. Uh, from the we, we purchased it at the Elks Benefit, and it uh, it benefits local stuff that happens here in the area. Uh, and, you know, wild game feed, I, I use the term loosely. It was venison and uh, pheasant, uh, three courses, and uh, paired with wines. Very nice, very formal. Everybody got dressed up and had a good time. And that was uh, that was a lot of fun. And a lot of, I wish uh, our buddy Ward was here because a lot of sous vide action in that meal. <laughs> Uh, but still just absolutely delicious and, a, and a, a, a bit of a branching out, I would say, from what I normally would do on my own or I- experiment with. Right. You know, a lot of uh, like, like there's a salad that has blue cheese. I don't do blue cheese, but I also when you do something fancy and you pay for it, 
uh, I like to say, bring it to me the way you prepared it. Correct. You know, because they would ask, I can leave the blue cheese off. And I said, no, you know what? I want to taste it the way it's supposed to be. Is it the blue be. cheese dressing or the blue cheese crumbles? These were crumbles. Like, I don't mind the blue cheese crumbles. It's the okay. dressing that weirds me out. It is kind of weird. Yeah. Especially since anything that looks that similar to ranch dressing, it's just wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's, it looks like ranch. It don't taste like ranch. Yeah, it's like an imposter. Yeah, I agree with that. There's no need for that. <laughs> you know, no, no, nobody got time for that. So uh, anyway, that was that was fantastic. But that was like back to back, you know, somewhat formal fancy because right. we had the big uh, radio station party. That's the night right. Before yeah, that, that, yeah. at uh, at the at the casino, nothing burned down. Nope. Uh, I got some amazing blackjack lessons. <laughs> Because it turns out you can give them money and they'll teach you how to play. They'll teach you how to play. Yeah, and it's then, amazing how nice they are after you're down a few hundred. Yeah, then when you after they've taught you how to play and you 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 know you your lesson is over, then you can you know try again <laughs> <laughs> for a very small small fee. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, well, I, and I just remembered last week's show we talked about barbecuing in the winter. Now obviously mm-hmm. it's been warmer. But the wind last week, so I made the jerky last week, which we'll talk more about later, but trying to position the smoker to keep out of the wind, part of my plan was to do the jerky, then switch right over to a pork butt right. to not get to the pork butt. That's why I was like, I was trying to think, like, what else did oh, I do last that's right. week? Yeah. I was going to make a pork, and then we didn't because I had a hard enough time just keeping the fire going for the- uh, That can be, yeah, we, I mean, for the, we just talked about it. So. You should go back and uh, podcast that last episode. There's some tips in there for you. That's, <laughs> thank you. Thank uh, you. All right. Here, let me ask you a question uh, generically before we get into our, uh, before we get into talking about jerky. Um Ran into some guys this weekend. They were like, oh, we're talking barbecue show. Yeah. And they were asking me about the show and, and, and so on and so forth. And uh, first question, they said, you know, do you do a lot of stuff? In, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they were asking questions about briskets and ribs. And uh, first question, guy says, barbecue show. I go, yeah, yeah. You, you still doing that? I go, yeah. And he says, uh, brisket. I go, delicious. He goes, uh, wrapped or unwrapped? I go, always wrapped with brisket. Always wrapped with brisket. Yep. He goes, paper or foil? I said, with brisket, paper every time. Yep, and uh, it's funny ribs, foil, brisket, paper, and uh, and then he said, "When do you pull it and wrap it?" And I said, "That, my friend, is up to you." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and so I, that, that led me to this. I wanted to make sure to ask you this. So because um, we basically what I told him, I says, depending on who you talk to, you're going to get anybody. You're going to get a variety of about eight different, a, a, a span of about eight degrees. Right. I said, but if you really wanted me to narrow it down, I'd say you're looking at somewhere between uh, 203 and 205. And he said, I said, so I'm going to ask Stunt and find out what his preference is. Uh, yeah, I'll go all the way to 203, 205, right in there. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I'll pull it and wrap it and rest it. Is that what you're referring to yes, when you say yes, wrap it? Yes, yes. Do you, you wrap, did you, they, or were you talking about wrapping it during the cooking process? No, no, no. I'm talking about pulling it because I, w- I wouldn't wrap a brisket during the cooking process like you would with ribs. People will wrap it with paper. Um, during the cooking process, and they'll, they'll well, that's just weird. Don't do that. It's, I feel like it's overhandling. I've done, I feel yeah. like I've done a very good job of doing brisket without that, and yeah. it's obviously brisket comes down to the bark. Yeah, and I think as soon as you do that, um, you lose some of that. And yeah. so there's been a lot of techniques where you do wrap it during the cooking process at like one eight, right around the stall mark. You usually do that. Um, but then you usually pull right away, uh, no matter what you're doing, at 200, 203, 205, right in there. And then you wrap it up in a blanket, towel, whatever, put it in a cooler, rest it like a little baby. And uh, <laughs> and then you uh, let it sit. So continue to cook up to 210, probably, right. while sitting inside its, uh, its own heat there in the... Uh, in the cooler. No, I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like I've kind of called an audible, you know, Omaha, Omaha over here. But <laughs> Omaha uh, Steaks. Yes. Uh, but as long as we're on it, let's let's stay on this for a minute. Um, so 
I feel like the people that rap at that stall, they're looking to they're looking to power through the stall. Usually, you're, yeah. you're, 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 you're looking for a faster smoke. Exactly. Yeah. You're looking to push through that faster. And I think if you're gonna if you're looking to put if you're looking to increase your your if you're looking to decrease your cook time. Then do some ribs and some hot dogs, man, because we're talking about brisket here. And uh, doing brisket right is a big deal. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. And I mean, again, everybody has their has their methods and their deals. But yeah, with brisket especially, that bark is so important. And I feel like like with with ribs, because uh, I know some people like one of the guys in the conversation. I said, you know, ribs always wrap with foil, and that's part of the cooking process on the heat, not a rest. Because with the the wrap and rest with the brisket is you're re. You're reintroducing your moisture, making sure you don't lose it, so it stays in there and continues to release and soften, and you know all right. of those break things. down the the, the yeah. muscle, the break, fat muscles. Yeah, breakdown was the word I was looking for. I came up with release and <laughs> loosen. Um, some days, uh, so that's that's obviously the difference. And and immediately one of the guys in our conversation, I'm never wrapped my ribs. I prefer to leave them unwrapped. Yeah, great. Go ahead, do them you however you want. I mean, it, well, it's, and it's the same thing with brisket too. The reason some people do also say, "Well, we're going to wrap it at this time," is because they're after such a point of uh, crust, you aren't going to have the smoke penetration anyway, right? Uh, and at a certain point in your rib smoke, you're not going to have that penetration into the meat. So that's why you wrap it. But like you said, you're trying to keep that moisture in there, hold that all together, and then usually people put add, you know, you second round of seasoning, second round of. Uh, uh, in my case, brown sugar and butter, mm-hmm. and then let that sit inside that is for the final hour and a half, usually, is what it sits there for. And well, it'll, that's where a lot of that flavor comes from, too. You yes. know, especially especially with that, you know, I, and we've all seen the, the videos on social media where people are cutting stuff open and squeezing it, and it's all juicy. Listen, I've had some of the juiciest meat that, that had poor texture and tasted dry, even though it was juicy. Yeah. You, you still need flavor in there, and that's, uh, that's the important part. So, anyway, I didn't want to get us off too far on brisket, but it's it just came up, and I thought yeah, that's yeah. a good. It's a good reminder once in a while because I think there are little. I think there are people out there who, you know, who we always say experiment and have fun, right? And which I think is really important because that's how you grow and it's how you get better and how you learn. But there's also sometimes when you're getting started, you want someone to say, uh, "Do this." Like this, and then do this, and then do this, and then do that. And then once you've done it by the book, by the numbers enough times, uh, you can go, all right, well, I'm not really caring for step three. So right. I, can, I can I can start to alter that a little bit and, and mix it up. A lot of folks do start that way, too, with the ribs. I mean, you start with a 3 two, one method. Everybody talks about 3 two, one method. Right, right. Well, after my very first time cooking ribs, I learned 3 two, one's not going to be for me. Because right. either I took I cook too fast, I cook too hot, I don't know. But after three, I'm done, and now I'm wasting two more hours, three more hours on what? So right. it's basically learning what's going to fit for you. And now I can get my ribs exactly how I like them within three and a half hours. Right. And I am so happy with that way I do it. And so, you, you, like you said, you start with the basics, you start with a method, and you make it into yours. I talked to a guy the other day who was talking about boiling his ribs. In like Worcestershire, doing them kind of like the Kaiserhof. We'll give the Kaiserhof a shout out. If you've okay. ever had the ribs over in New Orleans, the Kaiserhof, they're very, uh, they're very German and they're very flavorful. And, oh yeah, and they're, and they're a boil. They boil the ribs and there's a lot of uh, Worcestershire and I think there's some vinegar in there and there's some, some soy sauce. Yeah, a little, a little beer. Um, and what's the old line? I like to cook with wine. Sometimes I put it in the food. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, my wife has a sign like that. Um, but that, and then it's more of a, I don't want to say a Carolina, but more of a vinegary type sauce. So gotcha. it's got a lot of flavor, but that flavor's packed in. It's not smoked in like you would normally think of it mm-hmm. as being, you know, a smoked meat. Like you would think of with every other German meat. There's the ding I've been waiting for. Um 
So anyway, I just thought it was interesting. So everybody does their own thing differently. Right. And, uh, and ribs are the good way to start. But once you get into brisket, I think that's because we, we don't talk a lot about brisket styles. Um, and I think a lot of people want to know, like, because there you, you can't you can't we can't tell you exactly how to do it. But, we, but you got to have a good starting point, kind of like with sauce or with seasoning. It's okay to take a couple seasonings you like and mix them together or add more smoked paprika or add whatever. Right. You know, just to make it your own a little bit. That's it's the same thing with uh, your brisket or your rib style for sure. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, that's that. Let's talk about jerky when we come back. You're listening to The Barbecue Show, and we'll be right back with more. And now, back to The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Uh, welcome back to The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. That's Stunt over there to my left. And Jake's here in front of me. Uh, we're moving, uh, well, it's the second half, so we're now moving right to left on your radio dial. <laughs> yeah. Today, we're talking jerky. That's right. Jerky, jerky. Now, we've discussed the idea of doing some jerky. You, always the forerunner, always the one with, uh, uh, what do you call that, discipline and follow through. <laughs> Just working to try to try to make it make more content for the her, show. You got her done. You need more kids at your house. You wouldn't have this kind of time. <laughs> but well, we, so t- tell us about your jerky experience. Yeah. How did, I mean, I tasted it, so I know how it went. It was really good. Yeah. Well, yeah. so we had Jeremy praying on back in was that December or November. We just right, talked right, about right. what because he, he said he's done it. And I was like, I want to get your opinion on it. And then I kind of put down in my notes. I want to do it myself, and we want to do an update show. Like, how did it turn out? What are we doing? And my goodness, I was very pleased. So, started off with um, uh, about an eye around is mm-hmm. what I bought for the steak. Um, I'm not sure how big. It's probably three pounds eye around. Okay. I'm not sure exactly, but I left it outside. It was last Saturday. I left it outside, so it kind of froze. I got put it in the freezer inside. But I just I just left it on the back step. Yeah, so, it was yeah we got freezers outside. I, so, I balanced it on a log. Brought it in and then sliced it up uh, after it was pretty cold. Obviously, pretty solid. Froze solid. You're not freezing it solid. You're just freezing it enough to make it easier to cut thin. That's right. Because I wanted to do thin cuts. And, and you're, so, doing, you're doing this with a knife, not a slicer, right? That's right. I did okay. not have a slicer. Uh, but if it turned out as good as it did here, I might be buying a slicer for making more jerky. Above and beyond, John probably has one. He's going to text us in a little bit and tell us he has yeah, one. Yeah, so it's true. Maybe he's probably just been. throwing that out there for you. Thanks, um, John. Really impressed how the slices worked out. Honestly, I mean, you there was nothing right. really thick in there, but is that not? Same time, I hate that paper thin jerky that you really got to chew to get through. So it's kind of a little bit thicker than that, and turned out really well in that regard. Got that all sliced. Can, can I also just interject yeah. quickly? Is that uh, I think with a jerky, I love the inconsistency. I don't want oh. perfectly uniform slices uh, 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 and pieces. I want one. I want a little thicker spots and thinner spots mm-hmm. and that inconsistency. Like, like I let my toddler cut it with scissors. <laughs> I will agree with you that Every, it, everybody knows exactly what I'm talking if about. If it's consistent, it does get a little bit more boring. I, I there is something to that. You're not wrong. So, um, so got it all cut. Left that on the cutting board. Went over to the other side of the kitchen and I added uh, a quarter cup of. Of soy sauce, quarter cup of Worcestershire sauce. Okay. But I've been doing, I've been buying this expensive stuff lately. I don't know what's wrong with me. I need to stop. The W sauce that they sell at Shields and a few other locations. Okay. It's a, just a Worcestershire sauce made here in the States, and it's just really solid. Really? It really got a good flavor to it. Hearty. Because the standard Worcestershire sauce is made overseas, right? It's, 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 I believe uh, so. That's why I said in, that. It comes, <laughs> I think it comes from the UK. The UK. Oh, the 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 uck. That's what I call it. I'm sorry. Okay. It took me a second. I'm hip and trendy like that. Uh, no, for, but I believe a lot of that comes directly from. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's plants here. I don't have a bottle handy, which 
is odd. <laughs> yeah, always with it. There's usually stuff like that around here. Um, so I would think that they would be better at it. Right. Because that's kind of an old school seasoning. But I'm going to try the W. Okay. Yeah, the W sauce is fantastic. So I had those two mixed together in the bowl. Uh, and I also added, I don't know how much exactly was, but pretty much a splash or two of apple cider vinegar. Right. At that point, I added uh, two tablespoons of brown sugar. I added three tablespoons of... Uh, black peppercorn. Oh, I got to remember to also add it in there after that. Some onion powder and some garlic powder. And I, I think that was it. I hope you're writing this down at home. I'm going to actually put this up on our Instagram and, okay. our, and our Facebook page so you oh, can see good. the whole recipe because I kept track of it and I took photos and everything else so I'd be able to share all that with you and kind of tell you what it all had on it. So I thought it's going to turn out pretty well. Um, yeah, that's what I use. I use a little holy cow as well from Meat Church, just a little mm. extra that I know would be a. I know what that season's going to taste like for sure in there, so I knew what I was going to do. I uh, mixed that all up in a bowl, then put all the uh, meat into a plastic bag and added the sauce on top and just stirred it around, mixed it nice. around for a while and let it sit for. I let it sit for longer next time. Probably try to shoot for a full twenty four hours. Okay, it was probably eighteen before I threw it on the smoker the next day. Right. Um, but still, um, I mean, the wind is the hardest thing we had to fight with, though. It was windy coming right. around the backside of the house, so I had to move it around a little bit. And it wasn't like it wasn't staying lit. It's just because I, I used my pellet grill. I was just going to say pellet grill, right? Yep. Okay. I used my uh, Green Mountain pellet and it stayed lit, but just with the temperature gets sucked out or something. 130, mm-hmm. we'd down to 130, then back up to 180, and then back down. And so I stayed at 180 when as, much, as soon as I got a pretty positioned to stay out of the out of the wind, we're at 180. I saw recipes that said keep it at 160. Yeah, some that I said, so. Yeah, some that said keep it at 200. I just went for 180 for about an hour and 45 minutes. Sure. At that time, I went out there and just double-checked. Everything was looking pretty good. Pulled off all the thinner slices. There was a few thicker ones I left on for another 20, 30 minutes, and then I pulled those off. And then came the taste test, and as you could attest for yourself, they're fantastic. Yeah, really turned out well. I was was really blown away by the actual flavor. I think there might have been a little too much pepper, but everybody here in the building who talked it, t- tried it, thought it was right on it, right on the money. So. Yeah, I didn't notice the pepper being a problem at all. This, this the flavor was good, but but more importantly, because you know, flavor seasoning when in you know we, you know that's subjective. Yeah, right. Oh, absolutely. So, um, but the uh, but the texture, the you know, the meat texture, the the that you know that that tear, you know, jerky, especially a, a smoked jerky, has a different kind of a tear than a dehydrated jerky that's cured or dried right um you know there's a different there that stuff is you know you can gnaw on that for a week uh which is you know the beauty of it that's it's kind still of good like but that's yeah. the kind of stuff i was actually trying to avoid i wanted yeah. that that tear and so the you know taste test it had the tear it had the flavor to it that tastes like jerky honestly i was blown away at my first attempt to have it taste that much like jerky that you bought from the store i was like well, dang, this yeah. is something I can do more often. And I mean, especially if you like jerky, the only thing is without dehydrating it, mm-hmm. it doesn't stay as long. I right. mean, you, you have, have to keep it in the refrigerator, obviously, and it won't last. I mean, what's jerky last normally? Well, normally, I mean, till the end of time. I was going to say, you can go two months at least, right? Yeah, beef, um, beef jerky and honey. You're set forever. <laughs> but okay, not quite forever. But yeah, but with the with the smoke stuff, you got to, I mean, you're talking seven days max. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it's everything's about two weeks max. I was going to put on it. Just because yeah. I usually should probably stretch it too long, but yeah. There's uh, the, the 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 new smoke shop up in Alexandria. We I, I have to go by to get to the lake, and they do smoked jerky, which is amazingly good. And mm-hmm. that, they they recommend no more than seven days on theirs. Um, 
I'd have put them both in the same class. I mean, it was solid. I mean, wow. it was, well, yeah, it was that was really good. Like I said, it was it was it was right there. So I can see where that uh, where that develops. The advantages to smoking as opposed to dehydrating or curing. Uh, first of all, if you're curing, that's a whole different world. Yeah, that's uh, a different thing. We're not even going to talk about that. Obviously, <laughs> we talked earlier about the recipes you can look at and try to follow a certain basis. A bunch of things said you talk about curing. I'm like, I'm not going to even step into that realm. Let's yeah. just skip that step altogether and see how this turns out. If and I'm building a log cabin and surviving off the grid go ahead cure whatever you want uh but for our purposes we're going to try to keep this a little more simple because this is something you can you can literally knock out in a weekend yes and absolutely. that's the important part and you can do the prep on friday night and you know and let that thing sit and then you can smoke this jerky on sunday morning and you're having it sunday afternoon while you're watching football absolutely I mean, it's, it's that that's the beauty of it is it doesn't take that all of that time to uh, to make it all come together, um, the other advantage I think with the smoking and you correct me if I'm wrong. I, mean, I don't want to speak it for you, but uh, larger pieces are easier to handle. Yes, you know what I mean. Yep. With the dehydrator uh, and the curing, you want to go thinner, you want to go smaller, so that it's easier to pull the moisture out. But when you're smoking it. You can go with a bigger chunk of meat. Yeah, I mean, there's a pretty big... I'm not few, talking thickness. I'm just talking like... Just in, in yeah, size in general. Yeah. yeah, 100%. And I think I had some pretty good cuts there that were in the middle of that uh, eye around. And I think we're, they're nice because you could tear it in half, share it, tear it in... Or just, you right. know, take your time with it. And it wasn't just nibbling at little pieces that were in the bowl or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, that's definitely a, a bonus, I think. The other thing that is... Uh, and not that you can't do this with other... You know, remember the, the popularity of the dehydrators in the 90s? Everybody had one. Yep. I mean, I had one. I was making goose jerky, and <laughs> I was drying apples and peaches and anything I could find in my house. You know, yep. I'm throwing that and throw it on the dehydrator. <laughs> just you know? do it. Everybody had one in the corner of their kitchen, just with a little fan. There. I got Ooh. friends who have dehydrate fruit all the time. Yeah. I'm like, I barely like fruit when it's moist. I don't know why I would ever eat it dry. Because you can put it in your pocket. Oh, good. It fruit, doesn't p- pocket fruit. It doesn't yeah. drip on your shirt when you're driving to work in the morning, like my <laughs> pear did the other day. That's right. <laughs> first, first world problems. But um. The cool part is, is that if you're doing this and you're going out and you're getting a full roast, you're getting an eye of round is probably one of your best bets. Cost effective, super inexpensive. It was $20-some dollars. I mean, that's all it was. I mean, yeah, it's expensive just to all immediately slice up, but... For jerky, I mean, uh, per pound on jerky, you're spending twenty bucks at least, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and you can you can you can do up a bunch of it, and you can do up a couple different marinades. To, you know, you can you can do a teriyaki type thing if you want something. Sweeter. I was just gonna say, a good sign that it turned out well. The girlfriend told me immediately. You should do this again and try doing something with teriyaki. Yeah. So she was on board with it right away. She loved it. So where did the obsession for teriyaki come from? Not from me. I don't know. I mean, it's okay. It's sweet. It's flavorful. It's. I think it's a. It's a flavor and a season that translates well into meat. Yes, you know I, mean? I agree. You can put it when you use a teriyaki type seasoning. It really has a noticeable, impactful effect on the meat. Should we do a little history report for that next week? I think we should. All right. And 500 words? Bring it on. <laughs> just a little just a little touch up. That's just, all. Just an oral, oral report next week. No all right. Deal. See what we can. Uh, you know who we need to call? Who, I bet you who could probably give us a, a teriyaki report, who? history report? Brent Bush. <laughs> you think so? Brent Bush, our guy. This guy does Japanese grilling on his tabletop with the special charcoal he but, has to yeah. order from Japan. We'll, we'll have to give him a call. Yeah. One of these days we'll have to reach out to him again for sure. Um, 
Did you get your start? Did you look for a, a starter? You know, just like sourdough, you got to have a starter. Did you find a uh, like a, a base recipe online? Did you do some experimenting? Uh, right. How did you get it going? So I found a few different recipes online, and I honestly took, I never, I feel like if I told somebody to do this, I would tell them never to do this. I combined two, because one said, right. here's what you're going to do, and you're going to cure it. And I'm like, I'm not doing the curing part, but I liked everything that started out with. And that was with the, um, the black peppercorn and adding in the garlic pepper, or the garlic... Um, Mm-hmm. powder and whatever the other, onion powder right that was like i like that but i didn't want to use that curing stuff and so then the other one i looked at was actually from our guy at meat church i looked at i saw some of his posts mm-hmm. and i just kind of said okay it looks like he uses um w sauce and he uses apple vinegar and soy i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna use this seasoning that's what i decided on and i put it together and cooked it for 180 which again everything between 160 to 200 was mentioned online so i went for the middle right and that's what we came across and so it worked out really well that's uh, that's beautiful. I, like I said, it's, it's kind of a, I hate to say like follow you know you like I said have your base and start there, but I really stretched and did two different things and put them together, but it worked out well. And I'm sharing that on our Facebook page. If you have any if you have any questions, you can comment there, of course, and uh, see if you want to try it yourself this weekend. I think it's it's an amazing thing. It's an inexpensive thing to have fun, and so if you blow it, you don't have to worry about it. It's not like ruining a wagyu brisket. That's true. Uh, and it's the perfect way. You can also uh, get other people in your house involved because they can help with the seasoning process, design their own marinade to create their own style of jerky. Yeah, you could do. I could break that down and do two different batches of marinade or whatever. You can, and then throw it on and just yeah. keeps track of which one's which, and there you go. You you can do it however you want, but the most important part is to just get out there, experiment, and have fun. Now go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show Hashtag. with Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.